What's up everybody? This is Talk To Me at Louder Than Life 2022, and these are the interviews. Bad memories, I think that's also called brainwashing, you know? A band's going out and actually making their voices heard and telling their stories. All right, guys, let's welcome Corey and Emily to the Talk To Me podcast here, notfest.com. Guys, how are we doing today? Great. <laughs> doing amazing. Thank you. Fantastic. So we are here to talk about uh, punk rock and paintbrushes. Talk a little bit about what that is and what, what uh, you guys are kind of focused on uh, charity-wise. Right. So punk rock and paintbrushes is an art collective, and we started essentially working with professional musicians who are also visual artists, photographers, and so forth. So we showcase their other talents and we host these at art galleries across the world or at music festivals. And each event we do, we tie in a different nonprofit. So our art is a for-profit and then we work with different nonprofits. Right. Um, and this weekend and many others are with rock against racism <laughs> yeah so we're doing our rock against racism too so talk a little bit i saw the three keys of, of the of the uh, you know the, the platform there so kind of talk about you know rock against racism yeah i appreciate it um rock against racism started in the late 70s so oh, wow. it wasn't started by by me or any organization i'm with but it did start in the 70s and i was heavily influenced by it and you know, in 2020, after some of the gnarly things that were happening in our world, you know, I think a lot of music companies felt the need and wanted to do something, mm -hmm. something to try to, you know, get influence out there and especially to fight against racism. And as a company, we were trying to really find our place, especially as a management company. And what I remembered was Rock Against Racism. For me, that was a highly impactful organization I learned about. I think when I saw a Clash poster with Rock Against Racism in the, in the background, and at that point it was like, I don't know what Rock Against Racism means, but I want it. Right. I want to do something <laughs> for it and have to learn more about it. And you know, in 2020 when we, we launched Rock Against Racism, we really just relaunched it as a way to spread unity amongst our community, amongst the rock community, mm -hmm. punk rock community, metal community, because all of our fans give a shit. Right. And I don't. I don't believe any of them do not want to fight against racism, and we're just trying to help give them that platform to do it. Um, who are some of the artists you work with with the, uh, the, the you know, punk rock and paintbrushes? This particular show, we all mention their bands just so you can um, connect. Uh, we have Jay Weinberg from Slipknot. Heard of them. We have <laughs> Carla Harvey from The Butcher Babies, Charlie Bonante from Anthrax, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm, Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and a variety of other artists within the music community. Skateboarding is also a community that we work a lot with. And those are, you know, some of them. Steve Thrasher, he's the in-house photographer for DWP, so we have his photography showcased. And, you know, we have a, a really wide variety, but I think kind of what Corey mentioned is with punk rock and paintbrushes and rock against racism, right. it's not just rock, it's right. not just punk rock. You know, we were here last weekend and we had Andrew Campanelli from The right. Revivalist. And that's essentially what, it's all about community and culture. We both have more of a background of rock, rock and roll, but that's not to say, you know, let's expand to hip hop. We work with Charlie Tuna from Jurassic Five. So it's everyone and right. everyone who wants to support and be a part of it. 
Now, do you reach out to the artist? Do they reach out to you? Is it kind of both? Does it go both ways? It goes both ways. Um, and what's really cool is, it, you know, we have a, a bunch of artists we work with. And for me, it's about, you know, quality, not quantity. I don't need to continue adding. I just want to, you know, give as much as I can give to the artists we currently have. We're always open to new artists, but um, I have been getting a lot of interest people contacting me because they hear about Rocky and racism. Mm-hmm. I just got a, you know, Angelo Moore from Fishbone contacted right, me nice. and it's kind of Rocky and racism and punk rock and paintbrushes um, blends together. And that's, what's really great is, you know, his manager or someone with his team had reached out because they saw Rock and racism and he's an artist. So now they want to be a part. And so that's c- continuing more with these career musicians that want to, you know, support Rockin's racism through their art. So do you have a level of art that you need to have, though? Like, it can't just be any old art. Like, just just, just because James Hetfield calls and says, hey, I want to paint something for you, it has, still has to be good, right? Is that what we're getting at? Uh, I think I would take James's <laughs> art. If he did a smiley face, it'd be okay. Right, right. <laughs> and a couple of so. stick, man, you're like, hey, this, this is great stuff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I do know as a manager... You know, I managed several artists who are talented musicians, but also talented photographers, painters, sculptors, any other medium that they can master. And I think Emily gives them a platform. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of times artists who are musicians really don't know how to get their art out there. Yeah. They kind of hit a roadblock because they're so busy touring the world, they really don't know how to do it. And, you know, me as a manager, Emily's been calling me for years looking for art, which is amazing because for me it's a way to tap my artists who are creative yeah. in. And in with an organization that can all of a sudden showcase their art all around the world and just give it the respect it needs. Yeah. So, but yes, it does have to be quality. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody at this stage will reach out there unless it was quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has a pretty good judge of what hits and what doesn't hit. But it's, you know, it's a great exhibit. So if you have time, I would go check it out. But it's pretty amazing. Nice. Uh, quickly on on the management side and everything. I mean, being a part of Knotfest seeing what DWP does here man you know kind of with the state of the of the American Music Festival yeah. right now is is an amazing you know it is at an amazing place just to, because you know growing up we always saw the overseas festivals and we we you know pine for them but now you know what, what you guys are doing at not fast and what DWP is doing it's got to be uh, you know heartwarming to see I mean I'm, I'm first and foremost I'm a music fan yeah I've been going to music festivals since I was 10 years old I, I absorb as much of it as I can this summer alone, I probably went to 30 or 40 festivals around the world. Yeah. You know, we're talking two and a half to three months. So, touring all over Europe this summer and coming back to the States, you know, DWP does it right. Yes. This is a great festival. It's not, it used to be festivals in America would just focus on putting bands on stage, and that's changed. You look around here, it's culture, it's art. Yeah. There's educational platforms to learn different things. There's other attractions you can see. There's great food, great alcohol, great, great sodas. Like, it's just a great overall culture experience. It. And yes, to your point, it is so amazing being on U.S. soil and seeing U.S. festivals do it right. And and as for Worldwide Not Fest, I'm so excited to see that Pantera is doing some of their first shows back on the Not Fest platform. I, I am so excited. And on record, if you want to send me to Brazil, I am more than welcome to cover that for, for Not Fest. Brazil, Bogota, <laughs> Santiago, Chile. Yeah, no, Not Fest, Latin America. 
is going to be one for the books. That's going to be a special one. Um, we've been friends with the guys in Pantera for a long, long time. Right. It's just amazing to give them a, you know, to have them kind of get back together to honor the legacy of of Diamond Vinny. Awesome. And for them to do it at Knotfest in Latin America, it's special. Awesome. Well, Emily, one last time, where can people go online to, to follow, uh, you know, punk rock and paintbrushes? On the socials, it's punk rock and paintbrushes. Easy enough. And then on our website, it's punkrockart.com. So. And then the Rock Against Racism? Rockagainstracism.com. Yeah, we have everything up there. Please go check it out. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, once again, uh, let's thank you to uh, Corey and Emily. Uh, Punk Rock and Paintbrushes here. Uh, Talk to me podcast, notfest.com. Thank you.